Did you wake up one day wondering how you ended up in the shit show of life? Where the only joy you find every day is doom scrolling TikTok, silently wondering why you had to relearn how to part your hair in the middle and laughing at cat videos. Are you tired of wearing all the hats, doing all the things and taking care of everyone else while you can't even sit down for an hour alone without feeling guilty? Then let me welcome you to Hustle Culture Dropout, where we're trading the chaos for clarity. I'm your host, Chastity Campbell, mom, wife, entrepreneur, and professional procrastinator. And I'm ready to bring you along as we discuss everything from burnout to self-care and entrepreneurship to wellness. If you're looking for someone who's got it all figured out, you are definitely in the wrong place. But if you want to discover how to be genuinely happy, make an impact in this world, and occasionally have mindless conversations about the latest celebrity gossip, I've got you. So get ready for some no-nonsense real talk as we take on the insanity of life and what it means to be a woman in today's world. This is Hustle Culture Dropout. Happy 2024, everybody. I am so excited to be back. I have been on vacay for about five weeks. That was not my intent to be gone that long, but it is what it is. And this is my first episode back. It is the first episode of the new year. It is the first episode of season two of Hustle Culture Dropout, and I'm so excited to be back. Now, I'm going to go ahead and address the elephant in the room, which is for anybody who may be watching clips of this on social or you're on the YouTube channel and you're looking at this and you're like, Chastity, what's going on, girlfriend? 2024 is not treating you well because you look like a hot freaking mess. Yeah, this is the look of three days of the flu. I had a week of of good health. And then the end of the last two weeks of December, I actually was sick also. And so it has been a rough few weeks health-wise for me. I am hoping to just get this all out of the way and I am never sick. And so hopefully this is done and I'm done with this. I'm not feeling great. I am going to push through this. My voice probably sounds a little weird. I am pretty drugged up on some OTCs and I thought I want to hop on and I want to get this episode recorded because I miss talking to you guys and I really wanted to jump on and try to take advantage of this window of time where hopefully my fever can stay at bay and hopefully I don't go into like a frantic coughing fit. If I do, I promise that I will I will edit it out. But I wanted to get on here because it's a super exciting time, you guys. I am a sucker for the new year. I am a sucker for let's make some goals. Let's start over. I can't wait to pick my word of the year. What are the resolutions going to be? Let me get the new planner. Let me start my journaling practice. Like I go all in on this stuff. But I have learned some things over the years because I've been doing this for a minute. And I have learned that number one, I am very, very overly ambitious. And then I become extremely disappointed when I can't complete all of the things that I have decided that I'm going to take on and expect of myself in a new year. And so 
over the years, I have learned what works, what doesn't work. And talking to you guys, I know that this is something that many, many of us struggle with. We get very, very excited for the new year and we go all in. And then, you know, a few weeks in, not so much. We don't even remember like what even was my word of the year? Did I even pick one this year? What What's going on? And so today we're going to dive into what all of that looks like, but specifically what goals versus intentions look like. Because this is one of the things, once I actually sort of nailed down and was able to differentiate what between these two things, it's sort of like the clouds opened up and I actually got it. That and I scaled way back. I became very very real with myself in being, yeah, I'm like an ambitious person, but well within reason. Like there, over the years, I have very, very much discovered that there are many things that I think I want to do because society says we should all want to do this or because my friends are doing it or because it looks good on paper than what I actually want to do. And so We're going to kind of dive into all of that and we're going to talk about what we can do to sort of create and set ourselves up for success or at least some sustainable approaches to continuing to move forward with intentions and with goals and what we can do when we fall into this pattern of becoming super frustrated when it doesn't all pan out and we don't get every single thing. We don't achieve every single thing we want. I used to go into making New Year's resolutions with the complete and utter like enthusiasm when I would show up for dollar tequila shots on Thirsty Thursday in college. So it can completely be like that. Goals can be exhilarating and terrifying in equal measure. But what I want to talk about is that it doesn't have to be that way. What if we find a more slow, a gentler, more soul-aligned path that doesn't always involve white-knuckling your way through every day? And that's where intentions come in. And we're going to talk a little bit about the pros and cons of both of these. So let's talk about goals. Goals have their place. Okay. I have goals for this year. This is not going to be an episode that is telling you to choose one over the other. This is an episode that is going to show you the benefits of both and what possibly could be tweaked and how you can take both of them and combine them to create something that might be a little bit easier to sustain for you. And so with goals, they're like shiny little trophies of the self-improvement Olympics, right? You're going to get the promotion. You're going to reach a certain financial goal. You're going to run a marathon. You're going to finally master sourdough, which anybody who's been following along absolutely knows that I am completely obsessed and I have completely become like a sourdough person. But this is because I've been wanting to learn this for quite some time. And there's actually a whole method to why I chose now to start trying to master sourdough. 
but that's for another time. You can follow along on socials if you want to see um, me try to attempt to create my sourdough starter. Her name is Hazel. She's doing quite well, I must say. So the thing is, is that don't get me wrong, achieving these things feels good, right? It, it feels super, super good. But sometimes that relentless pursuit of goals completely turns into this, it's like you're in a pressure cooker. You start to feel like a hamster on a hamster wheel running around faster and faster and faster, but you never get anywhere. And then you create all of this stress and it makes you want to literally lose your mind. Like you are going insane and you can't figure out why can't I get a why can't I make this happen anytime you create that much stress around something that you're actually creating you've actually set a goal to be achievable for yourself it should be fun it should be something that you want to do and then you've created this world of stress around it so who wants to involve themselves in that you feel the pressure you feel the guilt you start talking crap to yourself about how you aren't doing what you said you were going to do. And it's this whole spiral of self-shame and negative self-talk that makes it completely unbearable. And so it's super easy to walk away from that. Who wants to stay in that cycle? And it's not only that, but so often we're making goals that, like I mentioned earlier, they they're not even our goals. They're not even things that are actually aligned with our life. They're not things that are aligned with our soul. They're not things that we actually even want in our life. But somehow they seem like a good idea because it's what you're seeing all over TikTok. It's what you're seeing all over social media. It's what your friends are talking about. And so you think, well, everybody else is doing that. That must be a good way to live life. That must be the way that you get ahead. That must be the way that you build a business. That must be the way that you you know, find balance in your life. And you start to do it too, not realizing that you have created a goal that actually isn't going to be achievable for you because your heart's not even in it to begin with. It's easy to say, yeah, I want to do that right now, and then when life actually happens and it's not something that's actually aligned with what you want in your life, it's really easy to then walk away from that. And so as an example of this, I've talked about this quite often for years and years, I have thought that I needed to become a morning person. And this has just been amplified over the last probably year and a half to two years with the non-stop in your face TikToks that I see, social media posts that I see about, you know, the it girl morning routine and how, you know, you need to have this like 12 step skincare routine in the morning and you get up and you go to the gym and it's 4 a.m. and you drink your mushroom coffee and you're, you know, drinking your greens and you're who the hell knows what you're doing. The, the amount of things that you have to do in the, you're writing a novel in the morning, like as soon as you wake up, you're meditating and all of this before you even have breakfast. And Guys, like, I have always been a night owl. 
And my inner night owl, every single time I would try to become a morning person, would literally just like rebel against me. I don't have any desire to get up at 4 a.m. at any point in life unless I have to be on a plane to travel somewhere. And even then, I don't book myself on those flights unless I'm saving like a crap ton of money. There is zero chance that I am going to be on an early flight. But if I have to, that is the only reason I'm getting out of bed that early. And what I've had to adjust with that is that I've had, for me, I do realize that I needed to implement something. I needed to do something in my world to make mornings more bearable for me. Because what I was doing was I will set four to five alarms. This is not an exaggeration. Four to five alarms, approximately 15 to 30 minutes apart, staggered with different ringtones. And they will go off and I will snooze. Literally, you guys, I'm snoozing like every nine minutes on multiple alarms. And then I finally will get out of bed at the very last possible minute to get to work. And then I am late for work every single day. And this is not an exaggeration. Now, I'm not talking I'm rolling in there an hour later, but I'm late anywhere between like five and 15 minutes consistently every day. It's not a good look. I have a very, very understanding boss and I have incredible, incredible coworkers who just know, like they're just, they're, they, they get it, you know? And so they are very forgiving and they're very understanding of this. And they, and they know this is, this is what happens with me. The problem is, is that as soon as I get out of bed, there is an absolute rush of adrenaline because it's like, go, 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 go. There is no time to ease into the day. There is no time to start my day off on the right foot. And it's just, that's how my day starts. So it starts with me frantically trying to get out the door. I'm brushing my teeth while I'm putting on my socks. I'm trying to get my coffee. It's literally like, it's, it's like you've seen in the movies. And that's how my day sets up. So then when I finally do get to work, I automatically already feel rushed. I already feel on edge. And so I knew something needed to change. And so what I decided to do was instead of making it a goal to, oh, I need to become a morning person, what I tweaked slightly there was I set the intention that what I want is to allow myself more time in the mornings. It's a very general, it's very vague, and sometimes we do need stronger and more direct and measurable goals to get to certain points. But when you're looking at something that's such a drastic, drastic change and something that you really need to build upon, it's a very, very good idea to start with an, an intention as opposed to a goal. And so my intention simply is to allow myself more time in the morning. That's great. That means if I wake up an hour earlier, 
Super. If I wake up 30 minutes earlier, that's a win. Like that's a win for me. And so that is sort of where the difference between a goal and an intention is. That thing with goals is that they can really make you forget who you truly are and what actually matters because you get so focused on doing that you lose sight of just being. And so then the power of intentions is you have to think of them as your inner compass, right? They're pointing you towards your North Star. There's not a deadline or a to-do list. Intentions are about the why behind your actions. So why do I want to allow myself more time in the morning? Because I want to allow myself to start my day slower, more focused, more intentional, more grounded. I want, I do not want to hop out of bed and like have a rush of adrenaline that I'm already behind. Nobody likes feeling that way. And so intentions are about that why. They're about that why behind your actions, the values that guide your choices. And so maybe your intention is to live more authentically, to connect deeper with your loved ones, or to just, you know, breathe without feeling like you're about to like hyperventilate. And so the beauty of those intentions are that they're they're so flexible because they are not strict like goals or resolutions are like there's there's no room for error you can adapt them and you can go with the flow a little bit easier you can have an intention to eat healthier but that doesn't mean you have to beat yourself up if you have a taco on taco tuesday right because let's be real like tacos are life So it's more about showing yourself compassion and making choices that align with your overall well-being. And so you're going to need to find the balance between goals and intentions. So before you like completely like ditch your planner and like declare war on goals, I'm not saying that goals are evil. They have a place. They can be fantastic motivators like helping you break down your intentions into actionable steps. And so like I said before, like I have goals, I have a couple goals this year, but my personal, I rely heavily, heavily on intentions just because it's not just about like the destination that the goal is or the achievement. It's about the whole entire process and what we're learning about ourselves in in during that process. And so goals are not evil. They they are great motivators and you can just think of it like this. Your intentions are the lighthouse and your goals are like the stepping stones leading you towards the lighthouse. And so how do you find that sweet spot? You have to start with getting clear on your intentions. And this is going to require, and this is one of the things that makes intentions hard, is because it's going to require you to know yourself. And this is something that I struggled with. I've talked about this before. If you follow me on socials, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you've heard me say this before. I spent years and years not 
truly knowing who I was. And so it was so much easier for me to just say, this is my resolution or this is my goal because this was like, this is something I want to achieve. And intentions, you have to start and you have to get really, really clear on them. And to do that, you've got to find out what truly matters to you. So you're going to need to ask yourself that exact question. What truly matters to me? What do I want my life to feel like? And then you're going to work and brainstorm some goals that can help you get there. And you're going to want to make sure that those goals are the it's the SMART acronym. It's the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. That's what SMART stands for. So you're going to want to make sure that the goals that you're using and that you are setting to get to that intention are SMART, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And then remember that it's okay to Adjust your goals and your intentions as you go. Sometimes you you can have this broad idea of an intention and you might have to tweak that based on things that are happening in your life. You don't have to lose the whole like big picture of it. But the fact of the matter is, is that intentions are there to be flexible. They aren't the hard, you know, no, there's no wiggle room like goals are. And life is messy and it's not like this perfectly lined notebook. And so it's going to be okay for you to adjust things if you need to. So like I mentioned earlier, talking about the difference between setting intentions and setting goals and one of the things that I am working on is just allowing myself more time in the morning. I've given up. I don't have a goal of becoming a morning person. My intention is to allow myself more time in the morning so that I feel more grounded throughout the day. I feel less rushed. I don't have that flood of adrenaline through my body that then is like I'm amped up like all day long and uh, eventually I will crash. And so there are different things, there are different goals that I have made that are going to help me live with that intent and to practice with that intent. And one of those goals is that I I need to be in bed by 10 o'clock at night. That's another problem for me is that I will end up laying in bed, I will read a book, I will scroll on social media, my brain will not shut off, I will start absolutely ruminating over God knows what, you know, like what the the dumb thing that I said to the girl at the lockers when I was in fifth grade and I didn't know any better and how, what a terrible person I am. So I, you just, I just, that's how my brain works. And very rock solid nighttime routine to help me wind down, get to sleep by 10 p.m. or at least be in bed by 10 p.m. I really would like to be asleep by 10.30, no later than 10.30. That's a goal. That's a goal for me. There are actionable steps that I can take that I have taken that will help me achieve that. 
And so it can be the same for you. So maybe your intention is to start prioritizing self-care this year. You There are all sorts of things that can fall into that that are only goal-oriented. And so then when you don't achieve that, it becomes very, very frustrating. And if you're more intentional with saying, I want to prioritize self-care, and you leave it more broad. It leaves room for you to act intentionally. It, it leaves room for you to be very deliberate about how you want to live your life. Goals, while they have their place, they are also putting this focus on only the achievement. It's only about the end result. And that like completely, completely ties into the hustle culture mentality that is so incredibly toxic. So instead of using your goals and only focusing on that end result and then feeling like a failure if you don't get there, you're thinking about the journey. You're thinking about the progress that you've made. You're thinking about progress over perfection. And so maybe that intention is to prioritize self-care a little bit more this year. That doesn't mean you need to create a 12-step program and you need to like mark off all the boxes and you need to do these things. Just be cognizant and be mindful of how you're going to do that. Maybe you're going to start implementing meditation into your life once a week. Like it doesn't have to be daily. Maybe you're just simply going to try to connect with your friends more. Maybe you're going to get up at least three times a week from your desk and you're going to take a walk. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be many, many things that encompass self-care for you. Your your intent can be self-care. How you get there doesn't have to it doesn't have to be just about that end result. It can be about just the journey and the process. And that being able to do that, you're obviously going to become this like much calmer and happier version of yourself, but you're also going to feel very accomplished in that you've taken these little steps to be able to do that. One of the other things that I really, really recommend that I'm trying to do this year is that instead of saying like, I'm going to prioritize self-care all year long, I'm saying I'm breaking it down by because this also works for me for for my business, but I'm breaking my personal and my professional goals down by Q1, Q2, Q3, Q3. And so I will focus like the first Q1, I'm focusing on the allowing myself more time in the morning. So maybe in Q1, you are going to prioritize self-care. And then what happens is that once you make those first few or those first couple adjustments and you get those first like few wins under your belt, you can then build on that like in Q2. You know, you maybe at that point you say, okay, now I would really, really like to have this intention of bringing more joy into my life. And what are the ways that you're going to be able to do that? Maybe it's spending more time with your friends. Maybe it is carving out time for hobbies and things that you used to enjoy that maybe you don't prioritize anymore. And so I really, I'm really excited about the whole breaking everything down by quarters because I feel like you can get 
you can kind of experiment with how things look and you can just kind of mold it to your life and you can adjust it based on what's going on in your life at the time. So just as a quick recap and some key takeaways for you to remember is that intentions are for direction and goals are for action. Both are for self-love and fulfillment. Keep that in mind as you're going forward in 2024. Maybe you started this year off with solely being goal-oriented. I did a poll on Instagram last week, asked about, do you do like a word of the year, which I actually also do a word of the year. My word of the year this year is intentional. Surprise, surprise. But I asked, do you do a word of the year? Do you do goals? Or like, do you not give a crap about any of this? And the vast majority of you did say that you were goal oriented. And so this again is not to like crap on goals. This is just letting you know if you struggle with making goals and then not meeting them and you fall into this cycle of self-doubt and self-loathing and like negative self-talk and you just don't want to do it anymore or maybe you've given up completely because you just don't like the way it makes you feel, but you really miss that sense of direction and like starting things and ex- and being excited about a new year. This is just a different approach. Like intentions might be a way for you to kind of marry the two and and find some enjoyment out of that. And so I just encourage you guys to, you know, make a couple intentions, make a couple goals. Remember the journey is about becoming your best and most authentic version of yourself. And so I hope that this has been helpful. This is definitely something that I am working on. I would love to hear from you guys and to chat with you guys. So make sure that you are catching me over on Instagram. I would love to continue the conversation with you guys. We are back for 2024. We are back for season two of Hustle Culture Dropout. I have an exciting guest interview coming up that's going to be dropping soon. I have so many amazing episodes planned out for you guys. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast already, make sure that you are doing that so you do not miss out. Also, please, please, please leave a five-star review if you are loving what we're doing here. and. Make sure that you're spreading the word, you're sharing the podcast if you love it. I love seeing when you guys have reached out to me and told me like, hey, this episode really resonated with me and I shared it with a friend. Like it is the best compliment ever. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I will chat with you guys next week. Bye, friends. 